You are now listening to The Thoughts of Prabs and Blacks. Alright people, welcome to the podcast of uh, Prabs and Blacks. Hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, we're enjoying this wonderful... Uh, Bipolar weather. Uh, I think- mean, it's sunny and it was just raining like five minutes ago. I'm not. I don't. I don't disagree with you there. The weather does have mental health issues. You know, uh, mental health awareness, people, man. You know, take care of yourself. Self love is very important. It's the most important love. And drink your water. Oh, drink, hydrate, hydrate, and hydrate. I'm hydrating now with. I've got two Kirkland bottle waters and a uh, two energy drinks LSV. And I got the standard Tesco two liter bottle. Oh, yes, good old Tesco, you know. Can't can't go wrong with Tesco, people. Talk about Tesco, boys. Um, how many times have we gone to Sparring or gone to Muay Thai and then we've got confused with the bottles? And we've probably shared so many... Everyone's probably shared the DNA. Not in that way, but... Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you know when you're thirsty, innit? You, you just get to a point of, I'm just thirsty, I'll just drink the water. Because <laughs> nah, I remember, like, do you know back in the days, in secondary school, everyone says, I oh, don't backwash. And I, I didn't get it, but I kind of know what people mean it. Because when people sip and then I do that, I'm like, oh, what the hell are you doing, innit? Yeah. But then, to be honest, that's, uh, saying that, mm-hmm. every time I know someone's going to end up getting confused with my Tesco water bottle with everyone who else has got a Tesco water bottle, they're gonna, I just end up skying it. Just, just, just to know that if someone's about to drink it, they know that it's not backwashed. Oh, uh, bro, you know what? You know what I drink drinks now? Most of the time, I kind of sky as well. I don't. <laughs> you, you're so traumatized from drinking people's water. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Let me just sky. Someone might just come and take a sip of my LSV or whatnot. Bro, it's yeah. You know, bro. You never get over it. It, it, it sticks. It sticks in the head. It's like etched in the memory, innit? Of because um, you know, you know what? You know when it tastes fresh. You know it tastes a bit like it's a bit watery. Innit? I don't know what the hell this taste is, and then. It, Knowing, knowing that someone kind of backwashes it, yeah. You get that saliva feeling. It's a saliva feeling. Even if you don't taste it, it's like psychologically, I I won't enjoy the drink, innit? It's a bit weird. Sometimes I throw it away. <laughs> you know, like, nah, bro. You got that water in your mouth for like, should I spit or swallow? Uh, uh yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, well, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, any uh, children uh, listening? Um, we're talking about toothpaste. Uh, yep. No, we're joking. Don't swallow your toothpaste. Oh, <laughs> I'm still thinking in that context. Uh, we're, we're talking for all, all our viewers. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, uh, adults, uh, you, you know what to do, innit, mate. If you got, uh, make sure you get your dental care out. You know, you know what? Dent, you know what dentists are actually pricks. We got the dentist though, but I noticed they charge you a lot. Yeah, and. Every time you get your teeth whitened, I don't know, well, from where I am, when the dentist whitens teeth, your gums always bleed. From my experience, I'm like, my God. Mm. But at the end of the day, you don't want bad teeth. So, yeah. If, if Don't cheap out on a dentist. Just saying, don't cheap out on a dentist. It's your teeth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your teeth and stuff, man. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to put down dentists and stuff. It just, uh, you know, like, I don't want to start a war. Uh, bigger all the dentists. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change topics on this one. Okay, <laughs> and we move on. Actually, doctor. Ooh, what do you think of GPs? This is this is interesting. One. Oh, GPs. So. Because I could talk a bit more. I could talk a bit on GPs, man. 
Well, you, I, I got a few things to be going. Start off. Uh, all right. So, I feel with some, not all GPs are very attentive to all your ail- ailments. Yes. Do we? Do you agree with that one? I agree with that, and I got a certain certain example. So, for, I will. Can I say what area from? I can say what area from, right? Yeah. Go so for it. I, go I'm for from it. the Ealing Borough. I'm from the Ealing Borough. Long story short, uh, GPs around there have like they don't really specify on what your problem is. What tends to happen is you get some type of cheap painkiller off the counter where you get paracetamol. Like mm. most of the time if you've got some sort of infection, virus, illness or temperature. That's what always happens. And uh, long story short, they never listen to you. They pay attention, but I don't I think it just goes into one end out the other. Like you could have some sort of like skin problem and they'll end up giving you some ointment that you could just already get. So what I'm trying to say is they don't really try helping you in terms of like getting yourself better. Nah, nah, bro. No, that's that's actually facts, man. Like, and some of them need to learn fluent English. Nah, it's not you know it's not even the English, man. It's just as you say, the best way I could the best way Praz is describe it is they listen to you to give advice but they don't try to understand your problems. They don't try to understand specifically what the what the hell is going wrong with you. You know, as as you say, that's the last thing you want. Because if you're, let's say, you're worried, let's say I have very bad stomach pain. Oh, I think I'm going through this. Uh, try this. I've yeah. tried. It. I've tried. I tried it um, two months. I uh, try it again. What do you mean, try it again? And bro? what did they end up doing? They send. You, they tell you to go uh, hospital. You know, hospital to the emergency section. They don't even give you a letter where you can bypass the line if you're really ill. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, just go and we'll, we'll refer you. Then you end up end up sitting there for six, seven hours. Because since since uh, post COVID. Mm-hmm. The waiting times doubled. Before, I used to complain about sitting there for two, three hours when I used to have a stomach. When the last time I had a stomach infection, mm. and then I had a stomach infection again, so like I, I felt a bit ill. I had to wait seven hours for my turn, and the GP referred me. So I was thinking, wait, hold up. I've been referred. I'm literally dying on the floor. You can see him. I'm going pale, and you still meet me wait seven hours. I don't know how I did that, but I was in pain. Like my back was hurting, and no one seemed to care. But even for the elders, I feel sorry for the elders as well. Like, oh. especially when people have like serious injuries. So when you see an elder, like, or like anyone who's got a serious injury, mm-hmm. and they come into the uh, emergency set, uh, area, they still make them wait four or five hours. And most time, when they get checked up, they do like a thorough check. Well, quote unquote thorough check. They end up sending you to the MRI, X-ray. If your bone's literally not broken, you're 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 fine. Like literally, you can have a fifty percent bone broken, like fracture, whatnot. And at most, they'll just be like, oh, it's fine, just rest. So... Rest and recovery, man. Don't make it make sense with, with the... With, like, the system. Yeah, they might as well just give you tiger oil, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, talk about tiger oil. I mean, like... Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, tiger oil is, is at this point... For us, for people who do Muay Thai, just to give a bit of context, for us... It's like the band-aid to a broken shin... It's the band-aid to, I don't know, a broken nose. Bro, yeah. Uh, band-aid. I was going to say, like, it's like a senzu bean. If you get the, re- if you get the reference, you get it. Yeah, it is literally our senzu bean. Uh, I, I, I mean, we can... I mean, remember when you had a lump on your shin and then... Oh, God. Guess what, we, guess what you could do? Tiger yeah. oil. No, but you know what? Actually, now that you mention it, yeah, you know for the interclub fight, right... I literally remember that like, I was getting a massage. They rubbed um, the tiger oil on it. I was thinking, what? 
was like, what? I could have done this. Like, it felt sort of a lot better in it, but that's that's another story. Uh, the the fight. We'll go into details on that later. But as we were saying, for how the doctors, well, this how like med- how like the medical teams work here. I do think, as you're saying, there's not. I know. I believe if you're a doctor, you have to take an oath of you care about the well-being of someone else, right? Did he take an oath? I believe some. It's somewhere along the lines. I I can't. Uh, don't quote me on it. Okay. But I I would assume that it's like teachers. I assume that you're entering this profession because you have some sort of empathy and you care about the well-being of, um, let's say, someone who's sick, unhealthy, or unable to actually know what to do and get well again, right? Absolutely. Because. The weird thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. it, like, I think it from, like, a human perspective, like, I understand it's a job and, like, you're meant to follow the procedures, the protocols that have been, like, I guess sort of in, instilled and stored or, like, wherever the policies are. But long story short, if you see someone who's in pain or who's got an injury, mm. like, at a certain point, you have to, like, the NHS itself and the people who work there, like, they have to be a bit more human and be like, you know what, maybe I should take a look at them like i've seen like forget like just my problem like the, the stomach infection like just in general like, imagine if someone comes with a broken ankle mm. at the, the, the least you could do is send them straight away and get them like bandaged up temporarily and then attend to what not other people like at least do something where the situation because like certain injuries where you're waiting the injury can get worse right so like a broken bone dislocated shoulder like it could just get worse if you're just sitting there for six hours by the time you, it's your turn the condition's even worse yeah. Mm. So, it's like people like how to say it's very um. There's no it's it feels like they just they don't understand the dealing with like pe people. It's not like a thing where you can just put it to the side. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm. yeah, I feel like I got a problem with that. It's like at the end of the day, if you're not gonna do nothing, why not just send us away and rather than just saying do this, do that which we could just find out with one simple search and, like, yeah, just, like, why not just tell us to go away and then, yeah, just give us a straight answer. Because sometimes most of these pee checkups you do, they end up like, oh, you're fine, just rest for five weeks. Because I won't get paid. Yeah. That's it. Well, that, the only reason they do this is what, one thing, everyone needs money, right? People are... You're not you're not going to get paid if they say, I don't care about you, go rot in the corner, right? They'll just do the bare minimum. Oh, OK, uh, as you say, Band-Aid. And the funny thing is, I don't think if they, let's say they had family members that are sick, they probably wouldn't. You think they they let their own family go to the place that they run and practice at? Hell no, because they even they, I bet they know themselves that they they're not doing things to a very decent standard. That's why it's it's kind of unfortunate for the people who can't afford private treatment or mm. the treatments that are actually to a standard. Mm. So I understand that it's free healthcare, but at the end of the day. It's, it's the, the word healthcare mm. should be kind of like should be to a standard I know I understand it's free but the healthcare should be there not just something that's not even healthcare because like what is healthcare taking care of someone's health right mm. and taking uh, taking care of their well-being and whatnot. so if someone's ill injured like I'm not saying literally find them the most expensive treatment or whatnot and heal them straight away or something but like make sure it does the situation is gonna work because i feel like at the end of the day not even at the end of the day i feel like at the end of the day mm, what am i trying to say it's like if it's free or paid 
you still you should be treated to the certain standard. Maybe not as fast or whatnot. I understand that, but at the at the end of the day, what is the point of the NHS system if they ain't gonna do nothing? That's that's a very fair point. And I'm not gonna shit on them saying they're completely useless. Yeah, that like all right, cool. When you get referred and stuff, like. We're just talking about aspects of NHS, like the emergency system mm. and, the, and the system of how you have to go to a GP where they can't even get you a fixed state unless if, like, it's a serious problem, like something broken. Like, if you're all one of... They, they somewhat consider it. So for kids, they still somewhat consider it and they refer you and you can go. But as an adult, because you're an adult, they'll just, like, send you there and be like, all right, just go there and see what they tell you and then come back to me. Mm. And they'll end up doing this back and forth where you go GP hospital gp hospital and then they end up referring you to another hospital which does the same thing yeah so i remember when i had a, um when i in, injured my knee i had to go gp hospital get x-ray done at middlesex hospital come back go to the gp send them the form which i thought you have emails or contact whatnot and i had to wait three months for uh for my actual confirmation of getting surgery to happen so I was walking, well, I wasn't even walking. I was basically limping and waiting three months for my surgery. So I was thinking, like, it, t- it took three months to get all of this, like, surgery. Like, because it wasn't, like, how do I say it? It's not like my leg was falling off, but it was, like, in, like I couldn't walk. Like, I couldn't physically run or, like, do what a normal human does. So you think that right, that should be an emergency and get it fixed as soon as possible. But, no, they made me wait almost three months. So, like, I think two months and something weeks, but, yeah. What the hell, man? You know, just to talk on this to this to aspect and not the whole thing. You know, could we say that maybe I think that the de- I've definitely agreed they're underfunded. You know, I don't. I think the amount of tax you pay and the amount of money I think that goes to the healthcare or that helps improve the NHS. I definitely agree. I don't think is they're probably being in. I think it's inadequate on how much they're receiving. That in itself is probably you could say that's another topic because I don't know, I don't know exactly how the that money we pay for tax is actually divided, and is it really? Put, how is it even invested in the NHS? I just wonder how it's invested in general. I well now I'm saying that I can't blame the people who work at the NHS. Maybe certain areas like the emergency care or whatnot, but in general. Yeah, you're right. They're probably underfunded, so they don't have as many as workers or employees or whatever they need. Mm. So certain sectors, like departments of, like, healthcare, they're not going to have enough, so there's going to be a long waiting list. Mm. So I kind of agree. So it's not their fault completely, but it's like they're obviously being overworked or whatnot, but it could be partially blamed, like, for the people, well, in this case, the government, Mm. not taking somewhat some serious actions of, making the NHS better for the public. Because at the end of the day, it's a public service, like Metropolitan Fire Brigade, da, da, da. all these are public services, and, like, what is it called, a public service? It doesn't matter if it's free or not, like, the service should happen. Make no mistake, so what if you know my name, wait? You don't know my rage, smile on my face and my whole back pain. Fall back, I was low in rage, throw it back, swear that's your bae. No way 